There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh here with Jim Price. Jim, I Ooh. hope you are doing well today. Doing we'll good. talk to you here yeah. in just a little bit, or you're welcome to stay on. But first, yeah, we're going to go to... All right, we'll be talking to Dr. Kirk Elliott, our resident uh, economic advisor. Kirk, how are we doing today? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. But, you know, it's kind of this pattern that I notice, that the government goes out and revises numbers and we see that quarter two GDP was revised at 2.1% after a 2.4% release. And, um, you know, what's up with this manipulation of numbers? Well, nobody ever talks about the revised numbers. I always talk about the immediate one, right? So the first one, so, you know, they, they put out information that, oh, it's not as bad as what we thought, blah, blah, blah. Well, then a few days later, it's like, ah, we'll just we'll just fix our mistakes so at least we're being honest about it. But then nobody hears about that, right? So it's, it's misinformation and disinformation, which is kind of interesting to me in the sense of uh, it's obviously on purpose, right? They're just misinforming on purpose. There's no way that economists at all these places could actually get it wrong every single time and then revise it within a few days later, right? So so the United Nations um, <clears throat> earlier this week, basically they're countering deadly disinformation through the creation of a digital army, right? So, mm-hmm. so Secretary General Guterres, um, he's talking about people saying misinformation or disinformation, either advertently or inadvertently, and now they have this digital army with, with artificial intelligence that goes out like tentacles and goes through people's social media accounts. and like, ah, if you've uh, got hate speech, this is weird language, right? Um, then we're going to shut down your accounts. Well, you, the United Kingdom went one, one further step and said, if you have hate speech, we're putting you in jail, right? So they're criminalizing it. Well, what's hate speech? It's not actually hate. It's just disagreeing with them misinformation or disinformation, right? So so here's Guterres, you know, head of the, the UN, said such platforms, talking about social media, have given people hope in times of crisis and struggle, amplified voices that were previously unheard, and breathed life into global movements. That's like this nice, fluffy, flowery picture of, of what social media should be. But then he does an about-face, and he says, you know what? We've exposed a darker side of the digital ecosystem. They have enabled the rapid spread of lies and hate, causing real harm on a global scale and optimism over the potential of social media to connect and engage with people has been dampened with misinformation and disinformation and hate speech surged from the margins of the digital space, right? So here they're saying, "Eh, it's not necessarily hate speech, like talking about somebody's race or gender identity or religion or whatever, right? It's just like, eh, if you disagree with us, it's hate speech, and we're going to shut you down, right? But yet yet these government numbers keep coming out, 
with misinformation, <laughs> disinformation, right? What are they going to do about that? So I, I just thought of what that when you said, oh, they keep adjusting the numbers, and you think about it, Josh, they've been adjusting the numbers since the beginning of time to try to trick people. Well, isn't that what they're just saying? They're going to shut down people's Internet accounts and social media accounts for misinformation and disinformation? How far are they going to go? Are they actually going to do it with the government itself or only for people who dis- disagree with them? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's going to be the people that disagree with them or the people of that course. are contrary to their narrative. And and this is not going to be just something that is going to be regulatory through law. Um, they're not going to get it passed here in the United States through Congress, but they'll just make the changes um, within the, uh, the, the administration through executive order, and they'll try to implement it there. But the key here is that corporations will begin enforcing this. If we remember just last year, PayPal came out with that change to their terms of service to where if you had PayPal as whether it was private or business, it didn't matter, and they went and checked your social media and there was something on there you didn't agree with, they were going to fine you $2,500 and they're going to immediately take it out of your bank account. And people were in uproar about this, rightfully so. But see, this is the key. If they can't implement it through the government, these private corporations are going to start implementing these policies themselves, especially your Internet service providers. Your Internet service providers right now take kind of a a non-participatory role in your Internet access. This is going to move to ISPs utilizing facial recognition biometric technology for you to log into your own personalized account on your Internet to where everything will be trafficked and monitored. And when you step out of line and disagree with their terms of service, your internet usage will be shut down, you'll be reported to the authorities, you'll be fined by them on the corporation. This is this is how this thing is moving. <clears throat> we have to remember that it's not going to be necessarily through the government, it's going to be through these private corporations where they're going to implement all of these ESG tactics. Oh my word. So it really has come full circle. It's not... You've got, you've got private entities acting with the same power that should be used exclusively for government. Which exactly. Is, uh, yeah, which is very, very interesting. So, so, of course, you know, they have to start censoring people's speech and opinions, right? Because what they want is a world without opposition for their draconian controls that are coming down. So, for example, okay, so this is weird. I, I read this. A couple days ago, um, have you ever heard, Josh, of the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group? I, I have not. Now, neither, neither had I before I read it. But it's actually a really big thing, and and it's uh, and and I don't think they would really want people to know about it. But it's it's owned by by Soros and the Clintons, and they have Michael Bloomberg running this group. So the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group, it's basically just a globalist enterprise with 14 partners in the United States, but 40 being 40 cities around the globe. Well, which are the 14 in America? So you've got, let's see, Austin, Boston, Chicago, Houston, L.A., Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philly, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, D.C., and Seattle. You know, all these cities with leftist mayors, right? So so they, they... signed on to this ambitious target, which is by the year 2030, realize it's not far away, it's, it's six and a half years away, zero kilograms of meat consumption, 
zero kilograms of dairy consumption, only three new clothing items per person per year max, zero private vehicles owned, and only one short-haul return flight of less than 1,500 kilometers every three years per person. It's like, oh, my word. This is economic devastation to the agricultural world, to the, you know, basically clothing manufacturers, to car dealers, to travel, everything, right? The, the, this is their goal. This is their stupid, ambitious target. And you had 14 cities in America that somehow thought, yeah, this is a good idea. This is going to kill the economy. So when you see news like that, and then you couple that with the, the disinformation, misinformation, um, hate speech police, it's like, of course, they're going to need to silence people that are talking about this in a bad way because if people actually knew what they were doing, nobody would like it, right? You, I mean, you and I are in the news every single day. We're reading research every single day. And I'd never heard of this C40 organization until I found this article, right? It's like, what? So they don't want you to know about some of the stuff. They just want to pass the laws behind the scenes, like what PayPal did and what others did. It's like, yeah, you're getting fined. Uh, you don't know why. Too bad. You should have let, read the the TOC, <laughs> the terms of, of service, right? It's like, but nobody reads that garbage. Nobody ever reads it, but they should. They probably should, and, and I'm guilty. I never read those things, and they pop up on my TV and said, oh, Netflix has new terms of service. Do you agree to it? It's like, well, can't watch Netflix without putting yes, so sure, whatever. You know, I mean, this is where people are. Well, it gets worse. And and so C40 Cities, I actually had heard about this about a year ago. And said, uh, Sadiq Khan, uh, the former mayor of London, is actually the chair of this. And this is, this is not good. Because I, I want people to understand that what they're doing is systematically drawing back society, production, to points where it becomes unsustainable for the population. I mean, that's really what's happening. Is this isn't about climate change. This is about reducing the amount of crops, the amount of livestock, the amount of fresh, usable, potable water, the amount of land utilization for homes to a population point that is manageable, which means that if we still have overpopulation, overpopulation of being the number higher than that sustainable level, then re- reduction has to happen. And this is why we're seeing everything that's going on right now. I've talked about this in the sense of the energy infrastructure and how the energy infrastructure being set up by the Green New Deal can only sustain a population of about 1 billion people globally, which means what happens to the other 8, 7 billion people? Well, they're not planning on them being around. And this is the ultimate agenda and why this is being integrated into these liberal, radical cities across the world. And there's a massive economic component to all of this. And and me and Kirk are going to talk about this when we get back. The unified ledger, how this all brings about digital data and all this stuff. We'll be right back with more Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. So, Kirk, behind all of this, kind of the infrastructure, the foundation that's being set up, is this movement towards what they consider to be a unified ledger. We know that the BRICS nations just had their Durban summit last week. They discussed a lot of different things. They discussed the expansion of BRICS pay, um, the the global reserve currency system that they're going to be integrating. 
Uh, as, although they never mentioned necessarily a global reserve currency, there was a few rumors about it. We know that they are adding more of these oil nations, Argentina, Egypt. We have Saudi Arabia, UAE into the BRICS nations, which gives them basically gas and oil dominance over the globe with the majority of the population within the BRICS nations now about 80% plus. They're also investing heavily within the, uh, the top countries. They're investing heavily in Northern Africa and South America in the sense of crop growth, livestock growth to replace Western uh, exports. With all of this happening, we have two different economic financial systems growing up globally. How does this impact people within the Western communities, the United States specifically, is if de-dollarization starts to go rapid, inflation starts to increase, and then we have the amount of exports from the United States drastically decrease, especially with the amount of restrictions coming about through ESG policies on what farmers can actually produce, are, are we going to be entering into some type of Great Depression? I, well, yes, in a sense, um, business-wise. So recession, depression, economic growth, that all has to do with the business cycle, right? So what is a recession? It's like a couple quarters of declining activity where depression is, is more than that, right? So, so but... But you can have a deflationary depression like we had during the Great Depression where prices actually came down to try to support more growth, allow for people to buy. But, but it's a different world. They're, they don't have the same policy initiatives now. So the way that they try to speed up a slowing down economy is simply by not by lowering prices to get people to spend, but by printing money to actually just have the government do it, right? So by providing stimulus and raising the debt ceiling and, you know, flooding the market with cheap dollars, right? So so this is an inflationary depression. This is where it's actually worse. It's the worst policy nightmare for any lawmaker ever <laughs> is an inflationary depression because people don't have jobs, they're not spending money, and they're not spending money because prices are going through the roof, right? So so this is, this is the pickle. Well, when you have the BRICS nations rising up, to dethrone King Dollar, right? That's what they wanted to dethrone the U.S. dollar as the world's reserve currency. They've got this matching, massive trading block with over 70% of the world's population. Makes sense as to why Putin and Xi last week at the, at the BRICS summit basically said, well, they didn't even really mention a gold-backed central you know, bank digital currency that, that people thought they were going to do for the BRICS nation. Um, they went with Putin's option from a couple weeks ago. And he said, hey, we're not ready for that, but this is what we should do. Since we have so many partners in the BRICS nations, we should just trade back and forth with our own currencies um, and, and not use the U.S. dollar. Well, why would he say that? Right? We always say that because the Russian ruble lost 30% of its value to the U.S. dollar just since the beginning of the year. Chinese economy is in shambles. By having 70-plus percent of the world's population trade in their own currencies, it builds up those currencies, not using the current U.S. dollar, which is the current world's reserve currency. It's like, man, it diminishes the demand for the dollar. So double-edged sword coming out of Putin's mouth, right? And this is what they acted on. And, and you are going to see the BRICS nations as probably the world's reserve currency moving forward, which means what for everybody else? It's not just the de-dollarization of the world that's going to have America decline. 
every country in the world, just as it is today, that's not the reserve currency, has to have discretion on their printing and on their spending. So look at Venezuela, Argentina, Cyprus, Greece, Zimbabwe. What, what makes them any different than the United States, who's also printing money like there's no tomorrow? Well, the United States is the world's reserve currency. If we lose that, we're no different than them, right? Which is why we, we continue to print and fund our debt ceiling increases and all these entitlements and Social Security and universal basic income, whatever they're looking to do. That will absolutely crush the U.S. dollar because it's printing money that we're not getting from foreign countries by investing in U.S. Treasury. Who knew this? Xi knew this. This is why what they just did at the BRICS nations, to me, Josh, is the, is the immediate going for the jugular killing of the U.S. dollar because it, it strips away demand for the U.S. dollar mm-hmm. globally where a gold-backed central bank digital currency by the BRICS nations is the slow death to the dollar because it would ultimately attract more foreign capital coming in because they have this gold-backed central bank digital currency. So if you're doing economic war against America, would you want to kill the dollar immediately or kill it slowly? Like, no, kill it immediately so they don't have time to figure out what they could possibly do next to counteract it, right? That's what I would do. So, so that's what Putin did. And, and here's what makes it, you, you just mentioned it, but what makes it even wilder, it's not only this huge trading block with all these countries that has the largest manufacturer in the world, when you've got Argentina, Egypt, Ethiopia, Iran, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, that's six of the world's nine largest oil producers that come January 1st are all going to be part of the BRICS nation. They just killed the petrodollar. I mean, not only did they kill international settlements between countries in U.S. dollars, which is our reserve currency status, they killed the petrodollar. I mean, you got to say it. They're, they're acting from a point of strength where when Biden speaks, he's, he's speaking from a point of weakness. This is just interesting to watch. Well, it, it, it is very interesting to watch. It, it's scary at the same time. Because it brings a lot of confusion within the markets, although the traditional markets aren't going to respond to it because we know that those are heavily manipulated. Like today, they're kind of bouncing up and down. So what is the best option then? I mean, how can people look at what's happening in the world, kind of have a prediction of what's going to happen, and then be on the safe side of history as this global transition of the economy begins to occur? So to be in the right place at the right time, you have to know what, what is going on, what the enemy is doing. Well, Putin said it on uh, the night of the, that this BRICS summit started. He said the dollar's receding global centrality is an objective and irreversible process, meaning this is the goal of the BRICS nations to de-dollarize the world, and it's irreversible. We're not turning it around, right? So now when you know what they're doing, that's going to cause inflation. That's going to cause us to print money like there's no tomorrow because there's no demand for our dollar. So then what? Well, then, okay, what goes up with inflation? Tangible assets, gold, silver, for example. So I would actually allocate into gold or silver. This, this is a double de- double-edged sword for us because, A, you can invest in something that's doing quite well. I mean, as we're recording, the silver pushed $25 an ounce. And mm-hmm. it was... It was in the 22s like a month ago, 
think, man, this is really booming because of these economic crises that we're seeing. But it also maintains your freedom, Josh. It's not just a, a good investment. When you can get out of their digital system into a tangible asset, to me, that's freedom. Because they can't cut you off with a, with a switch, whether you're going to buy or sell based on your ideology. You could barter with it. Just take the one-ounce silver round out of your pocket, give it to a farmer rancher, say, hey, I'm going to buy some eggs with this. Here you go. Boom. Um, and done. I mean, and it's private. But this is why the governments don't want paper currency or gold and silver, because you can't tax something you don't know about. And, and paper currency is a private transaction. Gold and silver aren't reportable until the day you liquidate it and lock in a capital gain. Until that point, it's a private asset. It's really incredible for times like this. So, I agree. Gold and silver are going to be that hedge against what's coming. And, you know, as a reminder for everybody out there, is, is get stocked up on supplies. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're going to have a rough time coming here in the next few months. The next 18 months, I think, are going to be very, very rough for Americans um, but we will get through it. We will survive. Get allocated into gold and silver. The best place to go is getgoldtoday.com. Getgoldtoday.com. Give Dr. Kirk Elliott a call, 720-605-3900. And, Kirk, your, your team will take care of them. You guys deal with 403Bs, 401Ks, IRAs, all that stuff, right? Yep, correct. All of the above. So. Whether you have a simple, a SEP, a traditional, a Roth, an inherited IRA, or just a brokerage account, a cash account outside of an IRA, we can handle all of it, literally all of that, with physical gold and silver. It's not an ETF, not a mining share, not a mutual fund. Those don't act the same. This is physical gold or silver that we can do through any one of those vehicles. Fantastic. Kirk, I appreciate you joining us today. We're going to talk to you here next week again on the Dark Delight Show. Guys, we'll be right back with Jim Price and myself with more Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. Yes, Jim sir. Price. Hello. How we doing? Hello. How we doing? Hey, good. hey guys. You know, um, go, on. go on. Oh, no, you're just telling me you're using a med bed. Talk to me about this. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did, we did a commercial on this a couple weeks ago about the med bed that um, I actually, I, I got it and uh, I've had it for a couple of years now and, uh, I haven't had a kidney stone in a year or so. And the last time I did, I actually did, just did two therapies on the med bed with the key, uh, with the, uh, kidney stone therapy, which are eight minutes. So 16 minutes of my life. And I passed one of my Jack stones. I have, uh, what they call like the crown of thorns. I don't get the little smooth river pebble ones. I get the ones that, uh, feel like uh, Satan's finding a new way to hell. And, um, Anyway, if anybody's ever had one, they know what I'm talking about. Uh, but no, I just was while you guys were doing your your segment there, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get on the med bed real quick because I'm ha- I need I need I've been having some pain, and I said like, I gotta get rid of that. And so actually, since I've done the the therapy while you guys were on, there was only eight minutes. The pain has gone away, and uh, I am feeling a lot better from it. So uh, this is this is technology that I experienced for real in my life with an ailment that I know I consistently work with, but it also has everything from ADHD to dementia to uh, gout to diarrhea, all these different settings on it that you can go in there and it'll create a frequency match for your body to heal yourself from inside the organ that is needing the help. It doesn't, you don't take a pill that rushes all the way through your brain and your ears and your toenails. 
It's just a, a specific frequency to match the organ or the symptom that you think you have. And then there's also one that just does it for regeneration. If you've been working out or if you're tired, or if you want to go to sleep, it allows you to do these different things to, again, match the frequency of your body to make you the best you can be. Fantastic. And so yeah. those uh, talk to me about the MedBed technology. What is this? I mean, I, I remember the the gentleman a long time ago, Royal Rife, who uh, was right. a, a boy genius. He was a, kind of like a savant back in his day. And mm-hmm. uh, he ended up going to medical school and coming out and not really, uh, you know, appreciating the traditional medical sciences and, and realized that there was more to this and kind of right. went out there and developed something known as a Rife machine um, after mm-hmm. he discovered that cells have various resonant frequencies and that not only cells, right. but bacteria and virus and everything else that produces and parasites, particularly. And that with a resonant frequency, if you're able to match that, <clears throat> you can right. produce a harmonic state to where things get overloaded and they end up dying and blowing apart. Right. And this technology is being rediscovered now. And Royal Rife used uh, what was called a, uh, a plasma frequency generator. So it would induce mm-hmm. a, frequency, a frequency generator that basically produces an electrical charge that produces a plasma at the end. And that plasma charge was giving off... Uh, a, a brilliant frequency that would go in there and produce that resonant frequency that would go out there and destroy cancer cells or disease or right. illness or whatever. Uh, and the med bed is something very similar, except it uses magnetic fields, right? Right. Um, so they have four Tesla coils in it. And then there's an infrared mat as well. Cause infrared has shown to actually uh, create testosterone levels that are healthy for both men and women. It causes a, a sense of well-being. It creates a homeostasis process in the body to actually get it to heal itself. And as the the, the red part, the red bed parts in there working, but you have the Tesla coil, which is the frequency match. And when you were talking about plasma, I don't think people realize that plasma, in in, in layman's terms, is what you see in lightning. Uh, lightning, that electrical current that comes out of the it comes from the sky, you know, connecting the earth to the atmosphere. That's a plasma effect. But at the same time, you know, we think of uh, lightning as cleaning the air, creating ozone, doing this healing of, of the atmosphere. Well, imagine if you were able to go into your own body and create a cleansing and a healing with the same type of idea, what, which what Rife was using. And in this one here, this one with the Tesla coils, again, we're matching frequency. We remember talking about we're a, we are a battery, we are frequency, we are energy. All these things match, and you can come from 10,000 different directions, but it all ends up at the same point. Getting your frequency to work for you and the best way your body can heal itself. Instead of me going in and giving you a new kidney, how about we just match your frequency of your kidney so your kidney heals itself and then you don't have to have open heart, you know, open kidney surgery where they go through your belly to get to it and all this other stuff. You can actually just heal yourself internally and it eliminates all the, the chemical portions of things. And I have been so impressed with this. I, I really am I'm super thankful that I was able to get it. Um, and I wish that people had access to these because these things really do what everybody, you know, everybody's like, oh, well, I got to go to the doctor because I got a hangnail. Well, there's, you just don't have to, you can literally go to your bed and actually get this frequency to match your body. And it matches your body, not my body, you know, your body, it matches you the best way it needs. And it has finger sensor for, uh, the biometric sensoring. It has the goggles that allows your brain to actually work in sequence with the uh, the mat itself. So you're getting light therapy through the goggles, laser light through there, goes into the brain, gets the brain to activate as well, gets the body to activate through the frequency. And then your finger sensor is matching all this, making sure all these things are working in sync. 
And it just creates, like I said, the best you you can be. That's pretty cool. That's yeah, pretty cool. Well, and, and so, you know, these things are for sale. They're not cheap. But if people are interested in going checking that out, redpills.tv slash medbed. That's redpills.tv slash M-E-D-B-E-D. And uh, that's that's Jim's link there. Um, yeah. You know, <clears throat> healing is an important thing. And this is something that I'm relearning again today. You know, that our, our bodies are not actually fragile, that our bodies are highly resilient. Our bodies mm-hmm. were made to heal themselves in particular. The problem is, is that we produce environments around us that degrade the status of our bodies, that produce massive inflammation and toxicity build up that actually makes our bodies incredibly vulnerable. And so, you know, if you are a, right. a human being out there who is continuously getting injured or continuously having bodily pains and problems and stuff like that, th- this is something that you want to take into your mind and understand that your body's not mm-hmm. supposed to be that way. You're not supposed to be in pain. It's not supposed to hurt. And when you're like, well, but I'm old. No, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're old. If your body has very reduced toxicity. It has reduced Mm -hmm. inflammation. Your body's not going to feel that pain. Your body is resilient and meant to go ahead and heal itself. So this is something to keep in mind. Now, Jim, talk to me about um, methodologies out there that that people can do to reduce inflammation, to heal their body, to allow their body to heal itself. Well, there's a couple of different things. Like, you know, for me, I I started with a probiotic, which I just, you're, you're everything they tell you is everything starts in the gut. And let's use the word stomach. Um, everybody thinks of their intestine, their large intestine, their colon, their small intestine, think of their liver. Oh, I gotta get it, I gotta get some milk thistle. I gotta I gotta I gotta go get these all these things. But here's the thing. Fix your gut biome first. Get the bacteria's balanced. If you've ever been on an antibiotic ever in your life, you need to be on a probiotic. And I'm not saying that because it's it's something you do for a month or two. I'm telling you guys, once you've already kind of wrecked that biome with an antibiotic, especially women. Uh, you guys really need to go back in there and put all that back in there. Now, I do a daily uh, probiotic, and I have been doing it for about seven years now, and I've changed brands a couple times to make sure I'm getting the best I can. But at the end of the day, my sense of well-being, my anxiety, my fatigue, my brain fog, I started watching it lower. The pressure in my gut, the, the liver pain, those kind of things went away. But if you don't start there, you're not going to be in good shape. So Get the lining of the stomach right. Get that fixed first, but then also look at an alkaline water. Not like an alkaline water that you get at the grocery store that has sodium bicarbonate in it, which is just baking soda to create a false uh, P, uh, P, negative pH. But in reality, go get yourself. I have we have access. Me and Josh have access to a water um, alkaline machine that's actually really effective and very very worth buying. But at the same time, look at your minerals. Make sure your copper's right. Make sure you've got your copper in there. Do those kind of things. And then also remember, food is medicine. So anything you're putting in your face, anything you're putting in your face, I don't care if it's your finger. (laughs) I don't care if it's food or a cheeseburger or vitamins or minerals. Everything you're putting in your body is a quote unquote, it's food is, you know, this is your, this is your vitamin. This is your medicine. So when you put something in there, remember, don't put things that might have glyphosate in or glycophates which is Roundup. Don't let that, those things in there. Monsanto's has actually done a horrible job of uh, really owning up to what they've done with Roundup. Roundup is a very effective weed control agent, but when it gets put into grains and oats and barley, that's everything from your beard, your cereal to your breads, that uh, they try to keep the fungus out of there so you don't have fungus. But what they're doing is actually causing you to be 
lact uh, not lactose intolerant, but gluten intolerant, or have uh, the different levels of that symptoms, which is celiacs and other things like that. But most of the time, you can actually find that just glyphosate poisoning, which settles down into your pelvic area, which causes birth defects, erectile dysfunction, uh, loss of um, sexual appetite, those things like that, because the blood flow in that area is restricted because the chemicals are taking their place. So if you go back into your body and actually start thinking about what you can do, starting with good water, starting with clean food and basic food. And remember, guys, I understand everybody's been telling you vegetables are amazing, but God did not mean for you to eat five and 10 pounds of broccoli a month, okay? So that's not healthy, and the levels of those toxicities will build up in your system and cause you to inflame. All illnesses and all fats we have are inflammation. We're not, we're not fat. We're inflamed. And as soon as we start thinking that way and, and talking that way, we'll, we'll, we'll fix all of our problems because we're going to look for the right answer, not going back to diet and exercise. I get that those things are necessary to you know, limit the intake you're putting in your face and then go out and getting some exercise done. But the quality of what you're putting in your face, first of all, don't get the roller dogs. Don't get anything in a package because these all these things have these preservatives in there. And my, by the way, niacin is a preservative. It's not a, it's not a vitamin. When they put that niacin, you know, niacin fortified, vitamin fortified stuff in the cereal and the boxes and stuff, that's actually a preservative. It's not actually a vitamin. They lied to you about that because they can classify it as a vitamin, but it's actually when it's, the way it's used is actually a preservative. Anyway, so these are things that you start with inflammation. Understand that your body's inflamed. It's, it's an, an under attack and it's trying to tell you something. If you're gluten intolerant, I guarantee you, you've got glyphosate poisoning. You have basically a chemical built up in the pelvic area of your body that you can get rid of, but you got to, you got to start somewhere. You know, those are the, that's the problem. So I didn't mean to go on there for about 10 minutes, but. Well, I, I think I need to take some, uh, take some notes here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a lot of info and you, mm-hmm. you know, one interesting thing that I learned just recently, Jim, and, and this mm-hmm. makes so much sense when you actually think about it is stomach acid, the hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Now, one of the always the logical conundrums that I always had was, how can I put something in my mouth like a pill or or whatever it might be, and it goes into my stomach and my stomach acid doesn't break it down? How, how does that make any sense? And why is it that I can ingest something that has bacteria or virus in it, and, mm-hmm. and I get sick because my stomach acid, hydrochloric acid, should be killing all of that stuff, that my stomach acid right. should be breaking down all this stuff. But have you ever wondered why they tell you to drink pills and medicine with water? Well, yeah, because the water actually reacts with the uh, the chemical process between the two different acids in your stomach. And most of the time, we're very low on the one that requires salt to be put in there to create the hydrochloric acid. And the chloric or chlorine or salt, like a chlorine pool, And the, between the water and the salt, you create hydrochloric acid. And it's completely necessary. Correct, but water also dilutes hydrochloric acid. And mm-hmm. so when you're drinking water or any type of liquid during a meal, you're diluting the, potenti- the potential of your hydrochloric acid to break down food, which causes right. larger particles to go into the intestines, of which mm-hmm. it becomes harder to digest and break down within the intestine. And this is what allows for when you have leaky gut, for those particles to be pushed into your bloodstream to produce inflammation, disease, and illness. And so just curing your hydrochloric acid levels in your body by refraining from drinking water two hour, half an hour before and two hours after a meal makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and guys, stay away from table salt. 
uh, table salt, the stuff you get in the little round jugs, little paper jugs in the in the grocery store, they are absolutely not what you need. Uh, that actually has iodine attached by acid. They use an acid process, but the iodine that's in table salt that you get, quote unquote, there's an M name out there. I don't want to use it because I don't want to hear from them. Um, but because that iodine that's on there, it draws iodine out of your thyroid and causes you to be hypothyroidism, hyperthyroidism, or Hashimoto's disease because the table salt is pulling your iodine out. If you get that, if you get away from that and get to your Celtic or your uh, sea salt or pink Himalayan salt, uh, those are actually way better for you. But at the end of the day, you still have to get uh, the right kind of salts in there and stay away from table salt as often as possible. Oh, man. There's just so much information out there to, to pay attention to. So mm-hmm. well, we'll, we'll, we'll stick to this bit. We'll, we'll talk about more of this when we come back here in a minute with more of the Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Let's go back to the Dark Delight Show. Uh, let's go yeah. to the lines. Jerry, what's yes. up, man? Yeah, you guys hey, are talking about a lot of stuff that I'm interested in. And you're kind of saying things pretty quickly, and it's hard to, to copy it all down. Um, <laughs> Sorry about that. They, well, that's right. Um, how is it? Red Red Pills something dot what? Oh, red yeah, the Pills med dot TV slash med bed. Let's say say M-E-D. that again. Okay, Red Pills dot what? TV. That's Tango Victor. Okay. S- slash med bed. S- slash med. Yep, M E D. Yep. B E D. M E D what then? B E D. So it'd be Bravo Echo Delta. Okay. So med, med red something, pills. med uh... Med bed. M E D B E D. M E D I'm sorry, I can't catch you. M E D what? Bed. B E D. Med bed. Okay, med. Mm-hmm. B. Okay, M-E-D. Bob. Edward. Yep. Delta. And, okay, and Jerry, okay. what we can do is, is, is Bob there on the call, he can, he can go ahead and get that down for you if yeah, you need it. Did, did you have a question for us? Yeah. Is this all the information, if I should check that out, would they give you all this kind of information on the right machine and... Uh, is there really I think a long time ago you talked about a person I think named Dr. Robert Beck. Was that, that make any sense anymore? Yeah, Bob Beck, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, so if he's I got some great that, videos that, on YouTube. Location, <clears throat> excuse me. They they could give me all this information that you're par- parceling out now. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. All right. In other words, like you know, like the alkali water, you know, with the copper and well, know, that's that that's a stuff. whole system. Um, for me. I'm talking about those things, but the med bed is one thing, but then the alkaline water machines, another, and all these other things I was adding are other processes as well. But, but could, I get, could I get that information by going on the red pills position place, Leno? Um, not the, the alkaline machine would have to get you a link for that. We can do that offline if you'd like. Okay. Okay. Right. Then we can have Bob help you with that. Good. So that the because the problem is we got a little bit of an echo, so you may that may be hard for you to hear. Um, so maybe Bob can help you with that on the offline. So okay, all right, also thanks. just email us too because I can do a lot more through email and uh, we could take care of it that way. 
Do you have a telephone number I could call to? For, I mean, we will, we, Jerry, we will get that telephone. Uh, Bob will give you that telephone number off the line. Appreciate it, Jerry. Thank you so much for that call. Jim, man, yeah. there yes, you go. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. So you know what? People Definitely. are interested in this, and, and they, rightfully so. They, they need to be interested in this type of stuff because mm-hmm. this is t- technology that was around in the early 20th century that was healing people. You know, I always right. go to, um, you know, we have Royal Rife. We have uh, Dr. Gerson. Got Dr. Gerson and his therapies is something that nobody talks about. This man was curing cancer in the 1930s and the 40s simply by diet alone, by a highly alkaline diet. And he was killed by arsenic poisoning by his um, assistant, which many mm-hmm. believe was done through the big pharma and biomedical industry. Right. Um, but there's been, there's been tons of different protocols that have came out. Um, you know, the interest, one of the interesting ones that I'm seeing more so recently, especially for cancer is fen, uh, fenbenzidol. Fenfen. Yeah. Fenbenzidol. Yeah. Fenbenzidol. It's actually a really horrible <laughs> word to try to say. <laughs> fenbenzidol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good stuff. Um, it's, it's a lot of the same thing as uh, ivermectin, which is a common dog dewormer that is used in horses and pigs and cows and, and you can use it in human beings. Uh, we there's so many things that our animals actually take the benefit of that would not hurt us, uh, but we don't use it because big pharma doesn't make that kind of money on us. We we go to chemotherapies and get charged a million dollars when fenbendazonol for a full treatment's like 160 bucks. So I mean, you you can't they they're not going to make the money they want off 160 dollars when they can get you for a million bucks in chemotherapy, depending on what you're sick of. Crazy, yeah. It's so, all about so, the money. That's sad, guys. At the end of the day, everything that you're suffering from, if you're 50 pounds overweight, you're suffering because the pharmaceutical and, and chemical industry companies want you to because they have the cure for that. They have the pharmaceutical that will help you, and they have the chemical that will help you and all this other stuff. Guys, it is absolutely a cycle that you once you get on the hamster wheel, they don't want you to get off because they're just making money off of you. And that's all. it's a great business plan. I mean, seriously, Josh, think about this. We could create the illness and the cure. Uh, I got you on the, the the beginning and the end, right? I mean, it's amazing. Wait, you're trying to tell me that there's this big conspiracy, this be- big medical conspiracy, <laughs> to where this these these large multi billion dollar corporations that do trillions of dollars a year um, mm-hmm. have the motivation to keep people in a cyclical pattern of being sick, so that they can benefit off of the medication that suppresses the symptoms. Wait a minute here. I don't know about all this. You know, I would have to go back and look at the history of these certain companies. Oh, oh, you know what? Actually, I did. And you know what's interesting about the history of these companies? Most of them the tie evolved. back to Germany? Well, most of them evolved from World War I uh-huh. and then Nazi Germany, which is quite mm-hmm. interesting in itself. Oh, yeah. And, and the well, ones that go back to World War I, you know what they did in World War I, Jim? Uh, what, human experimentation and body... Well, they were, they were actually companies out there that were developing various different fertilizer oh, and pesticide yeah. technology, and the U.S. government hired them to make biological weapons for World War I. Yeah. Chlorine and gas, fluoride gas, all that that's stuff. That's right. Yeah. And, and what happened is, is they kind of came out of World War I and didn't see a market anymore because there was no more war. They got right. into the big into the fertilizer business. They got big into the pesticide business. Um, and then World War II happened, and obviously we know what happened there. They merged with a lot of companies globally, especially like IG Farben and stuff like this overseas. And by the way, if you take Bayer aspirin, 
just understand that this is one of the companies we're talking about here. That Bayer Aspirin is owns another company called Monsanto's. If you didn't know that name. Yeah, that's glyphosate. Um, You know, these companies then after this, you know, Rockefeller was a a primary investor in a lot of these big pharma companies early on in the early 19th, uh, early 20th century. And uh, Rockefeller came out and basically sanctioned what's known as the, oh, I'm going to forget the name of it now. The, the Flexner report, the Flexner, which was accepted by the United States government and actually created the American heart association as well as (laughs) the, um, the FDA's food drug administration under the federal Uh government. And the Flexner report is where we get the modern day standard American diet, also known as the Ackerman sad. And so, This is where they started basically pushing out all the apothecaries, all the traditional healers, the naturopaths, the homeopaths. This is where they began pushing those out and then centralizing the medical industry basically around hospitals and doctors and paying doctors large stipends to push and peddle drugs. Um, And what happened is, is they started basically treating your food with harmful, dangerous chemicals. You get sick. They come in with the solution. It is the biggest scam in the world. And, and oh, you know, yeah. here's the interesting thing, Jim. We don't need an abundance of hospitals. We don't need big pharma. We don't mm-hmm. need a pill section at the convenience store or the grocery store. What you need is clean, healthy food, water, soil, air. What you need is to understand how your body operates and how it thrives, that your body is naturally designed to heal itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, guys, if you're taking ibuprofen more than like once a week or you are absolutely creating more arthritic uh, damage and pain to your body than you realize, uh, ibuprofen should be made, taken very, very sparingly. I used to take it like it was Tic Tacs. And uh, I'm not kidding you guys. I take eight at a time, two, three times a day. That's how much pain I was in constantly. But I found out that the ibuprofen was actually causing the pain. I thought I was curing the pain with the ibuprofen, but it was actually causing it. And so people don't realize, yes, in a very, very short window, they are very effective for a short-term fever or something like that. But long-term use of headache relief, all that, most of the time, guys, you are just salt deficient uh, with migraines and those kind of things. You don't have enough good quality salt in your diet. So when we take things like you were saying earlier, aspirin, which again, Bayer is one of the biggest industrial chemical companies on earth. Uh, Look them up. You'll find out what's really going on there and it'll really scare you. But yeah, one of the things that we think of every day, you know, aspirin, you shouldn't take aspirin. Aspirin, (laughs) a lot of these things are really not good for you. I mean, in a short dose, in a symptom situation to help get you through that moment, it's possible to use those things. But we use them like, like I said, Tic Tacs, everybody just pop it in their mouth, they carrying around a big jar of this stuff, and it's actually really super bad for you. It creates more inflammation than it cures. Absolutely. Yep. Oh, man. So. And and I'm all about getting healthy right now. I got six months that I want to lose a whole bunch of weight, and I can't wait. I'm excited for it, so it's yeah. going to be a good time. Guys, Jim Price is going to join you for the next hour. I, I have a feeling he's going to talk about a lot of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm out here it's for the It's on day. the wheel. I'll talk so, to you guys yeah. next time. Have a good day. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. 
Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show, your second hour on Mondays and Wednesdays. I'm your host, Jim Price. Guys, thank you so much for being here. And as we go through this whole thing of our our lives uh, being affected by these huge uh, companies, again, I, I guarantee you, in the infancy of or the conception of these companies, I do believe there may have been, you know, some innocence there. But once once there's the, the those people that have evil in their hearts, which we know that you know, heart of the man is exceedingly wicked, who shall know it. We know that there's a lot of things that go on in this world that it does get away from what was originally tended. I mean, no different than all of our food in general. I mean, yeah, the idea that you were going to take some cornmeal and and then deep fry it and then put some cheese flavoring on it to call it a cheese, you know, it's cheese, uh, cheese its or cheese curls or you know whatever you know, want Cheetos. That the idea that you know it's a cornmeal that's deep fried, but now the problem is the cornmeal, the corn itself is sprayed, sprayed by sprayed, sprayed by the glyphosates and other types of antifungal and bacterial. Then it's processed, it's broken down. They use chemicals to break it down into smaller pieces, and then take some of the fats out of it so it fries better and looks better. Then they take it and they take the vegetable oil that they also took from the same corn that they just had which has BPH, another thing, which BPH is actually a chemical that, that softens or weakens the lining of the stomach of bugs and causes their stomachs to explode internally and they die. Well, do you not think that that exact same thing is going to happen to you if you ingest this stuff at high quality quantities? Well, it does. And the sad part of this is BPH is a real thing. It's in high fructose corn syrup or anything that's made from corn. When you concentrate it down into high fructose corn syrup and or you put it into a vegetable oil, you're, you're, you're concentrating that BPH as well. BPH is like, again, it was this miracle. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to genetically code this into the corn. They're not spraying BPH on the corn, guys. They put it into the genetic coding of the corn. So the corn itself is toxic. It's genetically formed as toxic toxicity. It's not like they spray this on later and they cannot do it on one crop or the other. This is where Monsanto actually owns the corn seed, and it is patented. Guys, listen to me for a second. If it's naturally occurring in the environment, naturally occurring in the world, naturally occurring, you cannot patent a naturally occurring item. Then how is the corn seed for Monsanto, the you know Roundup producers, how is their corn seed a patented product? And if you store or keep any of their grain or their kernels of corn, it is considered to be an infringement on copyright. Now think about that. There is a that, and that, this is a fact. There's a team of over 100 people that travel the country looking at cornfields to make sure that that individual who has corn in their field bought tonnage of seed to plant the field. And if you don't show that you bought the seed from Monsanto and the corn that's in the field, they will go and genetically test the corn and they will sue the pants off of you for not using or not having bought a new round of corn seed from them because it is a patented product this is a naturally growing corn that's patented so that means it's not not natural does that do you see what i'm saying there this is a not natural corn now that's that's good english isn't it i mean i guess uh don't don't put in face how about that don't put that in your pie hole because it is not good a lot of your starch heavy starch corns where you're getting your corn flakes and you're getting your um 
your uh, your your corn syrups from, and also where you get your ethanol fuel from, guys. By the way, ethanol fuel is made from corn. We have so much extra food in America that we have decided that all the gallons of gas in America need to have 10% corn juice in it. And that's what they're doing. And guys, I, I designed and built these ethanol plants. I know these frontwards and backwards. I've worked on the experimental side of these, the development side. And it's absolutely an amazing process. But I'm going to tell you right now, the amount of energy put into ethanol is not worth the bang you get on the backside. I mean, th- this is subsidized to the farmer. It's subsidized to the ethanol plant to produce it. It's subsidized at the refinery, at the gasoline uh, plant to actually, you know, where they make gasoline and diesel and jet fuel and all that kerosene and stuff. Well, they get benefits as well. So your government pays over and over and over again for every gallon of ethanol that's put into your, that's mandatorily put in your gasoline to supposedly slow down emissions. But then why does it destroy all of the gas lines and the plastics and the rubbers inside of your engine? Well, because it's actually, it's actually almost acidic. It's not very, it's not good for you. It's not good for your car. It's not good for the environment. Everybody thinks it is, but we have so much food in our country that we have spent billions and billions and billions of dollars building out ethanol plants across this country, close to where corn production is. And then we then package that up and pick that ethanol. We put it in train cars and we ship it to the refineries and then they blend it into their gasoline, but they they have to do all kinds of stuff to gasoline. So the ethanol and the gas will blend. Now, I'm using very broad strokes here. I'm not trying to get down in the blood and the mud of the genetic, um, you know, the, the chemistry makeup of each molecule and how you slough off this one to do that. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not getting in that fight with you. But I want you to point, I want to point out to you how much effort's put into creating ethanol. But at the same time, they spray antifungals and antibacterials on these Roundup before harvest so that when the corn is stored, that they don't lose tonnage to algaes, or not algaes, but funguses and bacterias. So they put that in there. Well, I guess the ethanol doesn't care, right? They don't care if they get glyphosate in there. But the problem is, is the same type corn goes into heavy starch foods, goes into your cattle who eat heavy starch uh, grain. Again, I'm using broad strokes here. Don't go get on the phone, getting all wound up. Jimmy, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to get general education out there right now. We can get in the blood and mud things later. But anyway... Going back to the glyphosate farm, you, you see I keep circling back to these things, these foods, these things. When they go and they spray the oats because they don't want to have fungus in them, they spray the oats so that they will stay stable until they can be processed into your foods, your your cookies, your your cereals, and all these other things. Your barleys, that's your beer. But then the beer goes in and you know they heat up the, the barley, and then that means they get to leach out those glyphosates into your beer and into your different alcohol products, which then goes into your stomach along with the highly acidic toxic alcohol goes into your body and starts tearing your gut apart. And you're like, oh, I got heartburn from drinking last night. No, you're just tearing the lining out of your stomach. I mean, you, you'd be better off swallowing your grenade with the pin and you're still out. You know, you just pull the pin, swallow a grenade. It would be just as healthy as drinking all that alcohol. And I'm being very serious, guys. Uh, our bodies have become so super tolerant to so many things that we don't even realize how adaptable our bodies are. But what if you were putting amazing things into your body? How adaptive would your body become to amazing things? Then your body becomes amazing. I don't know. I guess so. I don't understand. If you keep going back to the same poison well, how can you expect to get better? You can't go back to Monsanto 
who creates Roundup and weed killer for your yard and then say, hey, I've got I got cancer. Do you got a chemotherapy for me? Oh, you bet. Because they do. But people don't realize that's who they're asking. They're asking the people who created the, the inflammation, the, the parasitic overload, the, the bad cells in their body. They lower your immune system, and then your immune system is then t- is, is, is compromised, AIDS, uh, and then you go into these different illnesses. If everybody you see has a com- compromised immune system, then you know that there's an issue here in our society. We are the number one country on earth that spends the most money on medicine. Yeah, there are things that we do with heart surgery and transplants and other things like that. And yes, other people around the world come here for those surgeries. But so much, so much of our medicine is actually, uh, you know, cause, cause, uh, reactionary and not fixing the real problem. We're reacting to your stomach hurts. We're reacting to your gout pain in your toe. We're reacting to your this or that. Instead of going in and fixing the core of you, we just keep going back to that. Oh, well, I just need another pill. And guys, listen, I eight years ago, seven, eight years ago, I was a better pill through, you know, better living through chemistry guy. Doc, give me another pill. What do we got to do? And now I'm trying to find every way I can to never see a doctor again in my entire life, ever. If I have got an illness, if I got something aching on me, if I got something going on on me, I'm going to go back and start thinking, okay, what is the cause of this? Okay, yeah, I got heartburn, but do I need to up my salt intake? Yeah, I got heartburn, do I, but I need to bring more magnesium in. Yeah, I got heartburn, but do I need to bring more fat in? Most people will get indigestion from meat only because they eat lean meat. You can die eating rabbit. If you ate five pounds of rabbit every single day, you'll die. Oh, yeah. No, because meat takes fat to process and break down in your intestines. The fat in a ribeye, the fat on a pork chop, the fat on bacon actually helps you process the meat. Your body has to have fat to process meat. Lean meat will give you indigestion, will give you diarrhea, will make you vomit. Because your body just can't process it because there's not enough fats in there. So what you got to do is you got to make sure that you go back and you leave the fat on things. Do not pour the grease off the hamburger meat. Let the meat cool back down and stir that that fat that fat in back into the meat and then use it for your tacos. And your, your roasts and all that stuff, the reason that you put the potatoes and the other things in with the roast is because you want those things soaking up the fats from the roast. And that's why you make the gravy out of the fats. You put a little flour in there, and boom. What'd you put in there? A little bit of milk, which is fat, or cream, which is fat, to connect, to coagulate or firm up the fat. And then you pour the gravy on the meat. I mean, I'm hungry. I mean, I'm th- I'm, this is making me want to go. This is how we should be eating. In a cast iron pan, you should be making everything. Make sure you're not using Teflon. Make sure you're not using aluminum. Make sure you're not using stainless. Guys, we I use hey I, every single thing in my house was stainless, stainless steel you know forks, stainless steel pots and pans, stainless steel this, stainless steel that. Well, then I found out that it doesn't resonate with my food. It doesn't resonate with me. There's a there's an energy involved, but cast iron actually does absorb food and translate that flavor flavor back into the food. But it also is not a negative. To the food, it doesn't take away energy or cause it to be a neutral energy. It just allows the food to be the best it can be. Don't use the microwave. You know, I mean, guys, I I used to microwave. I microwaved everything. I didn't care. I microwave. I'm like, man, man, you know, let's do it. But now I look at the microwave as going, 
no, not today, Satan. I'm not going to do it. Because it's changing the frequency of the food in there. It's cha- it, it, it vibrates the water and fat molecules inside of food, and that's what warms it up. All right, guys, I'm going to come back with this after the commercial break here. Remember, this is your life. This is your day. Make sure you understand what's going on. I'm going to talk about some lasers when we get back. I'll be right back, guys. See you in a minute. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Thank you guys so much for being here. Now, as I've talked about all this stuff, I mean, I know I've said just like all kinds of like, hey, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Uh, ozone in your home. If you don't have an ozone machine, get one. And if you have one, turn it all the way up. Everything you've learned about t- the toxicity of ozone and all those things, you got to understand that there are actually co- uh, clinics you can go to where they will put ozone in your blood. They will actually infuse ozone directly into your blood. There's actually uh, Micronic Silver as well that has ozone and different things like that. So if you got an ozone machine, turn it up. If you have the ability to get purified water, then drink it as often as possible. Get your minerals right. Do those things. And this is all part of that. Guys, if you guys have any questions at all, call the station. Get my number. Um, I don't have a problem with that. If you guys have a genuine questions or just email me on my website, thejimpriceshow.com. Uh, the email is jimprice at thejimpriceshow.com. So Jim Price, this guy, the guy talking, at that little A with the squirrely thing around it, thejimpriceshow.com. Email me. Uh, I'll talk you through it. But Joanne Beecher had a really great question. She emailed me, uh, just uh, I think it was just yesterday, that uh, she said, would you explain uh, what is a direct energy attack that is a full spectrum? What is it? And she says, thank you. So, Joanne, thank you for the question. Because uh, she asked me, she asked me, she's like, can you do it uh, you know, during your segment? So, like, all right, we'll do it. Well, this is uh, the direct energy question that you're referring to is a tie-in to what we've seen in Maui. Now, guys, we've seen this in Maui. We've seen it in California. We've seen it in Canada. We've seen it in Turkey. We have seen it in areas where uh, we all of a sudden have these little pop-up storms, these little pop-up fires, these little pop-up things. The sad part of this is, is that the lasers, they're not the, the laser that we think like, oh, you turn on a laser and it pokes holes in everything from concrete to metal to paper to, to you. Now, there are, there are lasers that do that. I get that. But there are other lasers that can be directed in, in to go in to seek out certain materials in the body. Uh, calcium deposits, uh, bone material, organic material. There's, they, they know how to match the frequency to the... Guys, let, let, here, let me give you away a little trade secret here. The AMA, the AMA, the American Medical Association, has lasers that they know how to match the frequency of the organ so that the laser only affects the frequency of the organ they want it to. They don't get all the organs. They only get the one they want, including types of cancer. So, guys, when when AMA goes around and tells you, those mad bads, that's all stupid. You're dummy dumb dumb. You're so stupid. Well, I'm sorry, AMA. You have a laser that matches the frequency in the organ that it's used on the same way my med bed has a frequency to match the organ that it works on. So tell me who's wrong here. Tell me. I got the same same. I got the same as you. I got my, my little program here. I can go down through it and select acne. I can select depression. I can select gout. I can, 
I mean, I had a little weird thing. I thought it was getting some, I thought I had like a little gout attack right before I had to go to Vegas last week for that conference. And uh, I was like, oh my, I don't need this today. And I got on the med bed and I did two therapies back to back on gout. And it went away. And I'm not kidding you guys. I mean, this felt like someone was taking a hypodermic needle and like a an injection needle and shoving it through the joint of my ring finger toe. Is that a thing? Is it the... What's the, is it a ring finger toe? You know, the, if on my right hand, I have my ring finger. Um, anyway, that same toe, I, it was like every time, if I was walking on it, like going to push off, I was like, come on, why am I dealing with this today? I got to leave. I don't have time for this. I blah, 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 blah. My mind's like, yeah, I got things to do. So I'm like, boom, I got to go do it. So I laid down so 16 minutes of my day. I mean, it wasn't like a 16 hours of my day. And that happened. But then when we talk about lasers, let's go back to the original laser story. I, I live in Wichita, Kansas, and I've lived here for a few decades now, and I was born in Phoenix, grew up between there and here, so I know the Phoenix area well, I know this area, but I also know this up and down the I-35 corridor really well, all the way down to San Antonio, done a lot of big projects for the DOD, two, three, four hundred million dollar projects, and yes, I've managed those personally. Um, anyway, I do know that about 15 years ago, up to and it started about 20 years ago, but 15 years ago, we mastered the nose cone on a 747 to use laser lasers to knock out enemy weapons in theater. But the problem with this technology and the amount of money they spent on this single plane, they say there's only one plane, to do this is the fact that the plane would have to be aloft, meaning it's up in the air. It would have to be in the theater within a certain amount of distance away from the missile that would be launched that they then have to coordinate to shoot down, which is like basically winning the lottery every single time the lottery rolls the balls. I mean, it's it's a lot of lot of variables that have to come in and be per- precise. Now, granted, if you have an ongoing uh, confrontation where we've decided to go pick on somebody so they'll fight us for a while and give us something to do, you do have this plane in in theater and doing those things, but we really don't have any recorded factual data to say that we've ever shot one down. I'm not trying to get anybody mad. Just there's a lot of questions here, and if anybody has some photographic or video evidence of these things, and not some guy who you know on a corner that told you we shot a missile down with this laser, give me some evidence of this so we can talk about. Because I actually worked within the DoD, and I don't remember us really talking about this. What I will tell you, though, that same laser system that's on the nose of this plane, and you've seen photographs of it here and there, this direct energy weapon is the ones that we think we've seen in Northern California, where one house will burn, and then next door, the car in the driveway burnt, and the aluminum rims melted off of it, but the house is untouched. But then next door, the trees are all gone, but the house didn't burn. But then next door to that... The house is completely untouched, and the, and the pool toys are still in the pool. And then the house across the street is completely off the foundation. It's completely scorched earth. But then behind it, again, so this is the part where we they're, they're trying to say, oh, it was a transformer that sparked, or it was an electrical line that sparked, or it was this or that. The sad part of this is that it's too easy. It's too easy. There is a lot of land grabs going on right now. There's a lot of people trying to make sure that they usurp their authority onto you and you just give in. Just like the fact that the 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 mayor of the Hawaiian uh, the Hawaiian city that got attacked by the this direct energy weapon um just happened to 2 weeks prior to it uh, uh happening 
declared a state of emergency for a fire and created imminent domain in over any structure that was destroyed in the fire. This is a fact. This is coming out right now. This is real time. The idea that the fences are being put up is because they're actually they're this is all property grab stuff. Now the blue spectrum with the with the laser and all those things, I'm still trying to find where you know I don't I don't have the I don't have a lot of good evidence, but there there's too many arrows pointing towards color spectrum and where the the people who were having not being affected by this were people that were doing things in blue. But also at the same time, there is video evidence coming out of guys in the same city where there was an empty lot where the grass is the the dead grass is still at, uh, intact. It's all dry and sitting there. But the two cars that were sitting abandoned in this little uh, empty uh, city lot burnt to the ground where the aluminum was puddling in the little pockets of dirt. Like it was the it was so when you're burning or melting aluminum, but yet the grass around the car is still dead and sitting there like it's a the best tinder ever. There was no fire leading up to the cars, there was no fire leading away from the cars, but the two cars burnt to the ground. The aluminum and the glass, the glass and the windows puddled up. The aluminum puddled up underneath the car. So what we're talking about, folks, is their ability to to create a frequency that they wanted to specifically hit certain things. Now, if they were using a fan effect or a broad sweeping type laser that only, quote unquote, ignites certain color spectrums or frequencies, why is that a bridge too far for you guys to think about? Why is that, that, that too much? The sad part of this is we saw what happened when Turkey said we do not want to be involved in the Ukrainian war and suddenly they have one of the biggest earthquakes on earth that opened up a huge gash in the earth. Oh, but there just happened to be a blue light, a blue laser, a blue flash just exactly prior to the earthquake happening. No different than when we had the hurricane Killery was coming along the Baja, along the western side of Mexico, coming north heading straight towards L.A. Whoa, a hurricane. That was coming. But then all of a sudden, there's an earthquake in California, and then it rains in Phoenix and and Las Vegas instead of San Francisco. See, guys, there's there's DARPA, which DARPA is, again, this private, quote-unquote, private sector of our government that doesn't respond or react to what our government wants, but does direct uh, research uh, on things that the government needs called DARPA. And it's supposedly not, it's, it is an, it is an American institution, but then there's some shady things that there's some private contracts that go on through them. Yeah. But then we know about harp and harp is up in Alaska and it's a real thing. So look up harp and DARPA and that'll make your head spin about this laser stuff. All right. We got a commercial break coming up here. WYSL. Don't go anywhere guys. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. You have WYSL. That's right. WYSY. Why? Why are we doing all this stuff? I mean, I could go through these things and just little, 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 little. And it's like, why do we have these nefarious. Okay. Okay. Listen, I, I get it. If I wanted to, I, I want to be America. Right, and I want to have the best of the best. I want to make sure that I can do things to other people. But the moment that my own government, the moment my own government goes in 
and bothers to attack me, starts using that technology against me, I paid for the technology to be developed. Guys, if you don't think you have a dog in the fight because you've never worked for the DOD or you weren't in the military, blah, 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 where do you think they get those tax dollars? Well, no, Jimmy, I don't pay my tax dollars for those things. Okay, Santa Claus isn't real. Whatever, fairy tale believer. If you put your dollar into the bucket of taxes and uh, you drop it in there, do you know where you can reach back in there and get that same dollar out and say, no, I don't want you using an abortion or on things against me. Okay, do it right. Is that how your government works? Because your government doesn't listen to you anyway. You think they're going to listen to you about how you spend your tax dollars? But anyways, go back to this. So we have developed technologies with our money because we said, well, we want to be able to, you know, we want to keep people, you know, from touching us, right? We want to make sure we're pretty cool, man. We got the big guns. We got the big machines. We got the kapow, kapows, right? We got all that good stuff, right? But when they turn the guns against us, when your own government, your own IRS and other federal agencies have bought $1.6 billion worth of bullets, $1.6 billion worth of rounds, things that go pew pew out of their pew pews. Yeah, the little freedom price. We, we use freedom price. They don't, they use unfreedom price. Um, why is that a thing? Why is your government buying billions of dollars of ammo? See, here's where I have a problem with that. My government in the United States should not be buying a, and I'm talking about the bureaucracy government. I'm not talking about the military. I'm talking about the, the bureaucracy. We're talking about IRS agents. We're talking about three-ledger agencies having badges and the authority to, quote, unquote, use deadly force to get their way. Whatever way that is, that is the problem. When my government has weaponized my money to develop weapons and then use those weapons against me, that is a breach of my contract, of my understanding where we're going with this. If you have a contractor or you have a, a, a mechanic and you're just like, I want four new tires, here's the make, model, and size, get them on there, you know, balance them up, give them in the old uh, the, the pressure gauge inside there and you know, give me the old, psh, psh, put some air in it, but do nitrogen. And then you go out to your vehicle and there's a brand new hood installed on your, your, your car, or your truck, and you're like, um, why do I have a hood on? Why is the hood replaced on my truck or my car? Why, where's my tires? Oh, well, you know, um, shut up. No, 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 no. I'm not going to shut up, bro. Um, where are my tires? I asked for tires, not a hood. Now, see, buddy, that's where your opinion doesn't matter. Get going. Thank you for your time. And by the way, uh, don't scratch that hood. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's government property. The way I paid for it. No, 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 you didn't. Um, that's our hood, and we put it on your vehicle. Well, where'd you get the money to buy the hood? Taxes. No, that's my money. That's not taxes. No, sir, you are wrong. Uh, I have a gun here, and I'll explain it to you very slowly so you understand it. Shut up. Well, what if I don't shut up? You'll be put in a cage. How long? For however long I feel like. Well, is there a descript time that you can do that for? Yeah, but it's our discretion. 
We'll do whatever we want. We'll change misdemeanors to felonies. We'll charge you with multiple crimes. It doesn't matter. But your four tires that you thought you wanted, I'm not even going to address that. I'm telling you right now, there's a hood on your vehicle. And if you scratch or damage it, that's federal property. And we're going to come put you in a cage. And if you tell anybody that you don't like it, oh, we're going we're gonna to come get you as well. Guys, this is the world you live in, where your government has taken DARPA and then created this little secret organization of subcontracts underneath DARPA, which a lot of Raytheons and Boeing and some other contractors, you know, the Lockheed guys, they get a lot of their non their 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 discretionary contracts with no description of services. They're just money exchanged for contracts, and then whatever DARPA is getting in return is not not written down, so you don't even you're not even able to find out what they did. Because it's a black op. Oh, they're allowed to have these. But when they're using the black ops against you, don't you think that that's a crime? Don't you feel that there's something there nefarious that if your kids were taking money out of your checking account to, to, to buy weapons or chemicals to kill you, uh, wouldn't you have a problem with that? Or your wife or your husband or your neighbor was taking your money to you know, buy weapons against you? Or let's say you gave your kids or your wife, let's say you gave your wife, uh, hey, here, honey, here's $1,000. And uh, I, I need you to go, go buy groceries with this. And she comes back and she's like, yeah, groceries. And she just she comes back and you're like, whoa, 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 what happened? Where's the groceries? Uh, what groceries? What are you talking about? Well, where, what happened to the $1,000? Nanya? What do you mean, Nanya? Well, I gave you $1,000 for food. Where is it at? Nanya? Well, what, what do you mean? Well, if you want to know, you'll have to put in a FOIA. You have to do a, a request for information. I had to put a request for information for the money I gave you to go buy food for the house? Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I, I want that information now. Uh, if you keep doing this, I will shoot you. You're my wife. You're going to shoot me for giving you $1,000 and asking questions why you didn't buy food with it? Sir, you are being you are resisting and you're being a nuisance at this point. You're trespassed. You're not allowed to come in here anymore. And you continue to talk that way. I will have you arrested. What? Arrested? You got my money. Do you guys not see that this is the cycle in which you live in? This is, the, this is how bad it really is. Your own wife has gone and spent money. And by the way, she just bought guns and bullets with it. Because if you keep talking and flapping your gums about where the $1,000 went, she's just going to shoot you. Because you're being uncontrollable. You're, being, you're, not, you're not complying. You're not giving in to her version of it. What if your kid did that? What if your neighbor did that? What if another country did that to you? Well, I would be up in arms. My neighbor would never do that to me. How dare you? I can't handle that. I will call the cops. Well, what if the cops are getting funding from your wife? You think they're going to side with you or her? Well, no, it's my money. And she can't. If the cops are giving, she's giving the cops my money, then they should side with me. No, she doesn't. She's the one that paid them. You didn't. Just because you gave her money in goodwill, thinking she was going to do good things with it, that's your first mistake. Your government doesn't care. Guys, I, I'm, I'm not telling you that there's a way to love them back into being good people. There's, like the, if you just kumbaya and, and give them a big squeeze, real tough, you know, just really hold them tight and you know, try to get that evil, squeeze the evil out of them, it's not going to happen. You guys have to figure out how much longer you want to pay into these, these taxes. Because if you have a wife that you gave $1,000 to and said, hey, go buy groceries, and she comes back with nothing, but suddenly you find out that she's been secretly buying guns and weapons behind your back and then pay paying a police force behind your back. And then when you go to the police and say, hey, she stole from me, and they're like, sir, you're out of control. 
uh, we're going to trespass you because you obviously, you know, you don't, oh, oh, you're going to resist. You're not going to comply. Oh, oh, failure to comply. Oh, look. Oh, he's a flight risk. Oh, now he's going to, let's just shoot him. And there's no one there to tell your story because the government, the wife you gave the money to paid the guy with the gun and he didn't want to deal with your crap and he shot you. And there's no one there to tell your story because the winner is the guy who writes the police report about you being unwilling to comply. And it goes down in the annals of history that you were the problem. You was a subvert. You, you tried to subvert the government. You tried to create insurrection. You tried to question the election. You tried to question the government chemical they told you to put in your body. You dared to question them and their authority. Their authority is given to them by you. But they don't care. They don't care, and they would rather do this with you and mess with your mind and tell you you're the problem or it's your neighbor's the problem. Well, he's a different color, and she does things in the bedroom you don't do, and he does things in the bedroom you don't do. Oh, well, look at the color of his skin. Oh, what's between their legs? Oh, 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 oh fight. Go, 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 go. Ding, 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 ding. And the government sits back and derives pleasure from the stupidity of us fighting with each other while we're poisoning ourselves with the McDonald's and the glyphosate and all the other things, the environmental frequencies and the noises. Guys, we didn't have cancers prior to radio waves. Sir, we didn't have cancers until the industrial age, the chemical age came in. Ma'am, we didn't have childhood diseases until we started putting government chemicals in their arms. Full stop. We have to stop playing this game and acting like we're going to win because we don't even know the rules or even the name of the game. If I wanted to sit down and play Risk with you, if you've ever played Risk, it's a very long strategic game. It takes You can look like you're losing for the first three hours and come back and wipe up the whole world. But the problem is, is that most people don't want to take the time to actually go all the way through and win Risk, which I have actually taken the time to play a full game of Risk before in my life. And it is very long and drawn out. And it's strategic. It takes time. You have to really mind your P's and Q's and don't get yourselves too stretched too thin. But then sometimes you throw things out there as a, oh, hey, you want this little country over here? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come get it. Go ahead, go ahead. I dare you. Oh, it's an easy one. There's only like one army there. Just roll the dice one time. Come on, come on over here because I'm getting ready to knock your head off. Guys, we have a government We have a government that doesn't want to hear what you have to say. But yet we have patriots out there who are saying God and country that we believe in freedoms and liberties first. Yet we got a 12-year-old boy who gets told to leave school because the, the history teacher at the school knows history that the Gadsden flag was about slavery. And she's like, I am the history teacher here. I am in charge of history. Uh, curriculum at this school. I mean, she was giving her resume, but you guys have to listen for it when she gives her a little resume real quick. And I know what the Gaston flag means. I have a Gaston flag license plate that says, do not tread on me. My son, his very first tattoo when he was 18 at his graduation got, do not tread on me on his, on, from collarbone to collarbone on his chest, because that's how much it meant to him. And I didn't even realize I had kind of put that out there for him. But this was 10 years ago he did this. I just got the Gaston flag license plate just last year. But if this woman was saying it was it was uh, had to do with slavery. It's like, no, that was the Revolutionary War where we were tired 
of lack of representation. But you guys are paying into a government with your taxes. You guys are respecting, oh, we got to respect the authority. We got to do this. We got to do that. Guys, figure out which side of this you want to be on the history. All right, guys, we got a commercial break coming up here at WYSL. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show, guys. Thank you so much for being here. Now, guys, I know that this seems like perilous and desperate times. And in, in, in reality, you go out front door, you look around, you hear the birds, you see the sky with the clouds, and you feel the breeze. And you're like, I don't know what Jimmy's talking about. This guy has said a lot of things today that don't feel right. And the sad part of it is that's kind of how it works. They, they bring in these horrific stories. You go, they're creating war. There's millions of people dying. Oh! But McDonald's is still open. You know, people are still going on vacation. The industries are still being, you know, farms are still farming. And yet uh, we're being told that we need to give them, you know, more billions of dollars. And, and guys, we're at now at a three, almost $300 billion. Um, we're already saying that, that we're going to give them $300 billion total. We've already dedicated that much. Whether they've received that check or not, we're not sure yet. But we know it is a thing and it's coming very fast. So as you go through these times, guys, remember, we have to get our health right. We got to keep our mind right, get our spiritual life on on track and if you do, if you need certain things, you want you know to talk about this. You need a path, guys. I, I I am fully open for whatever it is that you want to talk about. If you hesitate to reach out to me, that's on you. Um, I want to make sure that we're going to do things for each other and get you guys in a good place. If it, through spiritual work, through physical work, uh, mental, emotional, psychological, whatever it is, there's a lot of these things that are pretty basic, but we keep thinking there's this great big atom bomb, hydrogen bomb thing we have to do to make our our lives work better, right? I mean, we got to get over this hump. We got to have this huge time stamp in our life. And a lot of times, just because you're willing to ask the question to want to improve yourself, that's usually enough time. That's a, that's a big enough time stamp of things. And you can start getting on that path of healing and get on that path of understanding the world around you and being better. You know, it is a real thing. So just hang in there. When you think about how there's a lot of these things going on that you're like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Um, oh, I can't do that. You're getting overwhelmed. I get there's adrenal fatigue. I get you guys really, you know, really are, you know, worn out from certain things, right? But that's okay. You're identifying it, right? So now what can we do about it? Can we do some uh, root brands and get some zero in to help get your focus back? Can we do the 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 detox with root brands and do uh, get the drops and and uh, get the clean slate and get the glyphosates and the heavy metals and different things out of your body? Yeah, we can do that as well. Uh, do you want to up your copper so that you can get rid of the gray hair? Oh, yeah, that's possible too. So you up your copper, you know, it's just a little capsule. Um, or do you want to work on your your gut your gut so you don't have that pain so your mind is more clear so you sleep better at night? Do you want to, you know, work on, you know, different things from joint pain that we can do with, you know, the med bed and we can do things with, different types of food and keeping away from other foods. A lot of the things that we think today we eat, we're like, well, that doesn't cause, that doesn't cause inflammation. That's not a problem. But in reality, it absolutely is. Uh, we are, we're not thinking about what we put in our face as medicine. But if you actually start using the right words to describe things, then they take on different meanings. And so they actually are more powerful and they can actually benefit you or, you know, you know, have, you know, you can, they be benefit to you or they can tear your life down. They can make you mentally stronger or mentally weaker. Um, you know, there's things that I do. Like I said, I take, I'm all, I'm all nothing but ma- minerals right now. 
Uh, I really am looking at that part of me. And I, I know there's some, I'm doing some research with a couple of doctors and we're working on some things that, you know, trying to get people a basic pack. And I know that there's basic packs out there. Everybody's got one, but they're always going for vitamins. They're not working on this, on this basic minerals of your body to get your body back onto a balance so that then you can absorb the vitamins. See, if you don't have copper in your diet, you can't absorb zinc. If you don't have copper in your diet, like I don't know how many vitamins it is that you can't absorb because your copper levels aren't right. So you're just, you're peeing out food or peeing out money because your body doesn't absorb it. Now, there's a certain absorption rate that can occur, but it's not, it's not, it's not there where it needs to be. There's a, an actual electrolysis, electrical stimulant between iodine and the cell function. And then iodine is in every cell function, not just in your thyroid, but iodine is just a mineral. Iodine's a simple min- mineral, but no, we don't want to talk about that. Or chromium picolinate. Chromium picolinate is considered to be the weight loss mineral. Why aren't we talking about that? Oh, well, I'm, I got diabetes, so I'm all, I'm all diabetic up. Oh, could you take chromium picolinate and reverse that? Well, no, I have to take insulin shots every single day, and I take my Ozempic, and I take my and all the other stuff, and I, and I watch my blood sugars, and I can't eat this, and I got to take that, and I go blah, 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 blah. Oh, so you don't want to try a mineral that causes your body to actually absorb the hormone called insulin? See, this is the part where it really confuses me. It's like we have a lot of great answers right in front of our face, but we look for the most complicated, expensive, elaborate process. Instead of just the acronym, keep it simple, stupid, KISS, I mean, that's really where we're at. Keep it simple. Don't make it, don't make it crazy wild or anything like that. Start with the basics. You know, go with what you know is going to make you better. And putting your feet in the ground and looking at the sun. I had, okay, this, this is a quick story, guys. I got a couple of minutes here. So when I'm in, I'm, I, you know, I got people when I was in Vegas to stare at the sun. And I'm talking like 12 people. These are grown adults. And I said, listen, guys, I said, staring at the sun is not bad. And the guy, and they're like, oh, it hurts my eyes. My eyes are burning. I can't do it. Oh, the, the humanity of it all. And I'm like, just give it a minute. Just, I mean, you've done this for 10 seconds. I mean, that was the best you can give me is 10 seconds of your life. And so what I did was, is I, I kept saying, no, 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 you're fine. Listen, give it some time. Give it some time. Well, come to find out, it's like these guys started doing this. And all of a sudden, they're like, oh, I see what you mean. Oh, I can see the sky is blue, but then the sun looks almost like a, like a, like a dot. Like a, like a little, it, looks, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't give me those white spots in my eyes anymore. I said, yeah. I said, now when you look away from it, you're going to see the colors around you are far more clear and vibrant. Uh, and so they were like, yeah, this is great. And so there was a lot of conversion going on there just in doing it themselves. Uh, we've got a caller coming in. Scott, are you there? Yeah, hi, Jim. Hey, sir. Um, I just had a question. Uh, you know, yeah. I've been listening to you for a while, you and Josh. Yeah. And, um, you know, have you ever thought about putting together a, a page on your website with links to all these medical um, uh, topics that you bring up and talk about? Uh, a, lot of, a lot of things that you talk about, I've already been, my wife and I have, wife and I have already been doing but there are some right. additional things I'd like more information on. I was wondering if you'd ever thought about putting that together on your website. Well, that's definitely something I need to do. Um, and it, <laughs> I would like to say I could just go click, 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 and that would happen. But it's something I need to start as a project to say, listen, you know, here's the, here's the medical research. 
you know, uh, heartburn, you know, here's the medical research, you know, uh, insulin resistance, here's the, and so, and these are the things that fix those things and going away from the MAI, I would, I need to sit down and spend that time, but that is a lot of collaboration. Uh, so yeah, it's a good idea. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, um, I'm going to send you an email because I want more information on the alkaline water. We've been, my wife and I have been, um, drinking alkaline water for a while now and, but I'd like to make it at home. It's way too expensive buying it off the ship all the time. Oh, once you, once you, uh, yeah, yeah, I was that guy too. Uh, once you get this machine, it's right there on your counter. Um, I'm going to tell you, uh, you can make your coffee with it. You can cook with it. You're, I mean, I do everything with it. Uh, in so, fact, I'm sitting here right now. I got my copper vessel. I call it my copper vessel, my copper cup. My alkaline water's in there. And the, there's little bubbles of water that build up, or the little bubbles in the water along the sides of the copper. Well, the electrolysis is actually occur- occurring between the water and the copper uh, lining. Or it's that's not a copper lining, it's a copper cup. So That's yeah, what gives the water stuff. the alkaline level? Uh, no, no, no. The copper uh, does a purification as well, kind of like a structured water effect. The alkaline yeah. water is done through electrolysis to actually change the pH level through electrical current and not through baking soda or other uh, mechanical needs. Means, I mean. So you think there's a machine that can do that on your countertop? Yep, yep, Absolutely. And the one All I've right. got is uh, has a recycler where it allows itself to uh, regenerate uh, the diode inside of there, and it, it lasts. Uh, it's amazing little machine. There are other other very expensive ones out there, but when you have to get them quote unquote serviced every year, they yeah. uh, they get kind of expensive. So this one is a really good user friendly one. I do have. Awesome. I'm going to send you an email. I'd like to get that information. Cool. You bet, sir. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Well, that's enough for me today, the Dr. Light Show. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Remember, you guys are the answer. The Constitution limits the government, but never limits you. Do not limit yourself. You are limitless. Always understand that in your heart, and they cannot stop you. I'm Jim Price, the Dr. Light Show. We will see you guys later. Bye-bye.